Hey friends, welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. This podcast was created for the beauty industry professional that wants to grow and build a profitable career. I will share with you how I overcame fear, shifted my mindset, and created a strategy to build a business and life that I love. If you're feeling stuck, you want more out of this industry, and need guidance from someone that has gone before you, then stick around because I believe that you can be the game changer in your life. Because if you can dream it, you can create it, and you have the ability to crush it. Welcome to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today, I want to have a conversation about the retail journey during the service and different dialogue that we can be using. Retail is such a huge portion in the beauty industry. However, I feel like many of us are afraid to sell. We're afraid to talk about retail. We have a lack of education in our dialogue, and this is crucial to be selling and talking about retail during a service. So let's dive on into this conversation. I first want to start out with a quote. Success is almost totally dependent upon drive and persistence, the extra energy required to make another effort or try another approach is the secret of winning. I love this particular quote because when it comes to retail, when it comes to figuring things out, we need to have persistence. We need to constantly be testing things out, seeing what works, seeing seeing what does not work, and having that drive and that determination that you're going to figure out this industry and win at it. So when it comes to retail, according to this recent article that I read on Forbes, the global beauty industry is $532 billion business. Okay, I don't know about you, but I want a piece of that pie. (laughs) And retail is not dead. People are still shopping. People are still buying. And more than ever, consumers are craving that customer experience and to have that one-on-one interaction. Yes, online shopping is fun, especially if it's late at night or early in the morning. It's just easy, right? But if someone's already coming into getting services done with you, it's already convenient for them to be purchasing as well. So let's dissect this retail issue that we're experiencing, okay? Because I think the biggest fear that most people have is they're just going to say no. But don't let that stop you because every no is closer to getting your yes, right? So Zig Ziglar once said this about sales. Every sale has five basic obstacles, okay? So these are the five obstacles that we need to overcome. That's no need, no money, no hurry, no desire, or no trust. So what this means to you is we need to eliminate all of these excuses that a client will have that will cause her or him to be saying no to the products that you are wanting them to use at home. And 
being in this beauty industry, I imagine the products that you're using right now are products that you love yourself. You're probably using them as well. And it really baffles me that we are so natural and when it comes to talking to our girlfriends or boyfriends about something that we really love, right? It's just something really easy to do. I can't tell you how many times when I'm out with my friends and I've got this beautiful red lip color, everyone's like, what is that? Where did you get that? Oh my gosh, I want that. Can I try it on? I mean, people go crazy and about like your lip color per se. And we so we get excited about it. We whip it out of our purse. We're like, yeah, you got to try this on. I love this. This is the best thing. Why can't we have that same type of enthusiasm, passion, excitement about the products that we're using at the salon um, or as a makeup artist or an esthetician? Why can't we be this excited about it? If you don't love the products that you currently have, then there's an issue there. Um, so either you're using the wrong products or maybe you don't have the right education on that. And we'll get to that point just a little in a little bit. So here are the key points that we need to hit during this conversation of the client experience. And this was something that my husband told me and I really loved it. And I thought I got to share this with everybody. Why change? Why change now? And why change with me? So we really need to create this urgency of, of why they need to change and why they need to change now and give them a reason why they should be changing with you. So we need to focus on their challenges. We need to focus on value and we need to focus on the benefits of the products, what it's going to do for them. And we need to be results driven, results focused. People don't buy products, they buy results. So keep that in mind when it comes to your dialogue. The guest experience. This is something that nobody can compete with us. You know, Amazon is is just killing it out there with their sales, but they cannot compete with what we have to offer because we are in control of creating an amazing guest experience. And I believe that we need to lead with compassion. We need to lead with education. I mean, we are the experts, right? We're licensed. We've spent maybe a year to two years um, in school and we've, we have our license. We're professionals. We need to be coming from a place of education, educating clients on how they can take care of their skin. How can they take care of their hair at home? And we need to be leading with solutions. Be consistent and be persistent. Every single client that comes in, whether it's a new client or a repeat client, we need to constantly be consistent and persistent with this guest experience. We need to wow the guest the very first time and we need to wow the guest every time because at least in my area, and you'll hear this if you continue listening to this podcast, which I hope you do and I hope you're enjoying Our clients have 220 salons to go to. We need to wow them every time. They have the choice and the option to go anywhere. So why should they come back in and see us? We need to be consistent and persistent with this attitude, compassion, education, solution-driven. 
and you have to build rapport. You know, sometimes it takes time to build trust. I mean, think about going on like a blind date or your first date. I mean, you're not going to just completely trust that person right away. And that, that takes time, even if, even if you go gaga over somebody. It takes time to build up that trust, you know. Like, why, why should I purchase from you? Why should I trust you that I should get more services done with you? You need to, if you come from a place of, of kindness, that compassion, you're leading with your education, that is where you begin to build this relationship with that person. So I want to encourage you to get prepared. Maybe it might be helpful for you to write down some different dialogue that you can practice, practice with your colleagues, your coworkers, different dialogue. Of course, the things that I'm saying during this particular podcast, you probably want to tweak and make it your own because maybe you're a little bit more um, either outgoing or soft-spoken, whatever personality that you have, you have to make that dialogue more natural. However, that being said, in the beginning, when you're testing something out new, it does feel awkward. It feels really weird to be very uh, robotic and scripted with your dialogue. However, everything in the beginning can be uncomfortable. But when you try it out, you're testing these things out, eventually you're going to ad- adopt it and it's going to become your own. So practice different dialogues, write out different verbiage that you can be using. You also need to be educating yourself on the product. You need to know the features. You need to know the benefits of it. And you truly have to believe in it. If you are just super monotone um, in how you're describing something, it, I, you're not going to make the sale, okay? You have to be excited about it. So let's say, because I'm a hairdresser, we'll talk about more of the shampoo, but you could relate this to skincare as well, but... When I'm presenting a particular product, I like to hit like bullet points about the product. Like this is a moisturizing shampoo. This is going to help you detangling your hair. It's going to help out with static and leave it super soft and shiny. If you can hit those bullet points of what this product is and what it's going to do for the hair, people are like, oh yeah, I need, I need that. I need shine. Everybody wants shiny, healthy hair, right? You have to truly believe in it, you know, if it's for skincare. Um, I find that, you know, shampoo and conditioner is a great segue into introducing clients into a professional line and also in addition to your line that you're using at the salon. For skincare, I would say that the the the, the gateway is going to be moisturizers. I, I want to say the statistics on that is uh, 75% of of women are using a moisturizer at home. So moisturizer is a great one to start off with. And when it comes to your moisturizer, what is the key benefits and features to that? What are those? Is it, this is anti-aging and this is going to help clarify the skin and, and create brightness. Whatever those features and benefits are, really spotlight those. You don't have to get too complex, okay? We're not chemists. We don't need to know every specific ingredient Let's not make this so complicated, guys. Let's simplify this. Also, check your attitude as well when it comes to being prepared. I think that people can get a whiff of if you have a bad attitude, um, if you're not positive. 
I just believe that even if there's things personally happening at home, leave it at the door before you walk in, okay? Because you need to be kind. And if you're talking about products with clients, you can't have a bad attitude about whatever they're using at home. You need to focus on your solutions and what you have at, at the salon or, or the spa that you're able to help them with, right? We got in this industry because we want to make people look good and feel good. So always remember that. We're here to help people and service them. We are service providers. And then another way to be prepared is to follow up. So if a client purchased a product at their last visit, ask them about it. Did you like it? I mean, you could even go to the, the distance of, let's say, after that client purchased products, the very next week, send them a text message or give them a call and say, you know, hey, Mary, I know that you purchased this shampoo and conditioner or this moisturizer, and I just want to know how everything is going. Are you happy with it? Are you satisfied? I think that really speaks volumes for you. You truly care about that person and what they are using at home because I think by going that distance and asking them about it, they feel like, wow, it wasn't just about the sale. Like they truly care that I'm, I'm getting the results that I'm seeking. So make sure that you're prepared prior to the guest coming in. You have to capitalize on this guest experience. In addition to things to capitalize during a guest experience, we need to think about the four different senses that we can use during this guest experience. And that is hearing, sight, touch, and smell. Okay, so we need to be telling our clients four times, four different ways about the product. They have to see it. I like to make sure that I create a presentation, you know, so I, I might select three different products and I might put it right in front of them so they can see it. I'll even go the distance of putting it in their hand, giving them that already sense of ownership of the product as well. And then touching it, opening it up, putting it in their hand. They need to feel it. I love moisturizers and serums are, are, this is like gold to do that. Like, here, let me put just a little bit of this in your hand, rub it in. I mean, people are like, wow, it's so soft. It's silky. And then the fourth key point that usually is what sells is the smell. I mean, come on, beauty products smell amazing guys. So open up that bottle. You smell it first and just like, ah, oh, I love the smell. Even maybe talk about the different fragrances like so at my salon we use Davines and it I was sold on it right away because I loved the smell of it and some of their products have a orange blossom and vanilla smell and it's just like oh my gosh you spray it in the air and it's like you want to just spray it on your body because it smells like perfume right so the smell of it too is like wow this is some good stuff and I think more than half the times when you ask somebody why they're using a certain product is they're like, it smells good. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. We definitely can compete with that, right? Okay. So the gust experience, we flow into our consultation. And this is really where you need to start building your rapport. 
the first thing that you need to do for your consultation is listen. You want you want to be listening to them. Let them talk first. Yes, sometimes we'll have a client who's super maybe shy, intimidated. You could lead that conversation and just open it up and say, before we start on your service today, I need to know about you and I need to know about what you're looking for today, your challenges, your frustrations, and I want to learn more about you to see how I can help. Now, you may have that conversation with the client when they're new, but the dialogue for a existing guest may be a little bit different because maybe you've already established that relationship and rapport, but don't forget this segment. Every single time that that client comes in, you need to be having this conversation with them. I always tell my staff, we need to get eye to eye level, however that is. Pull up, um, put their chair upward. I want you to make eye contact. I want you to almost put your head and her head or his head at the same level. You're eye to eye. You're not talking down to them. You're not mere talking with them. So often we're, uh, for a hairdresser at least, immediately we get behind the person. We start flicking their hair all around. We're not even looking at them. We immediately start touching somebody. And for a new client, especially who doesn't know who you are, that's, that's scary, you know, like, don't be touching me yet. We haven't established what we're doing here. I, you know, I, I needed to tell you what, what I'm wanting to do first. So get to their level, make that eye contact, set the tone, set the tone of what this experience is going to be like for them and ask them questions. But mostly I want you to listen. And when you're listening, you're listening for trigger words. You're, the trigger words maybe maybe their um their challenges so oftentimes we're hearing words so we ask them what challenges or dislikes are you having with your hair or your skin we're looking for trigger words dryness static flat breakouts color fade dullness hyperpigmentation uh, dark circles under the eyes these are super common challenges that most women and men are dealing with. But it's good though, because this is our opportunity to find solutions. I'm constantly listening with an open mind, open ears of what is their frustration? How can I help them? They are coming to you because they need something. They need help with something. Whether that means they just want something to feel pampered, relax, and feel good, or they have a real issue that they need your help and your expertise to find that solution. Now, we always need to start with the end end in mind because we need to be result-focused, right? So paint the picture with your words. During the consultation, after you are hearing all of the frustrations, challenges, the dislikes, that's when we will speak about what the end results are going to look like. I'm going to go back to this point in just a moment. You need to have a, drop a few sneak peeks of what's to come for the retail solutions as well. During the consultation, do not dump all the information onto them 
it will feel very salesy and pushy. She's not there yet. You need to get her relaxed and in the mood. And you need to sprinkle in the retail four times in four different ways. Okay, so we talked about the first question that we want to open up the consultation with, which is our finding and discovering out what the challenges and dislikes are, right? So we're hearing all of these issues that they're having, and oftentimes they're pointing and touching and grabbing the areas that they're like, that they don't like, whether it's they're, they're touching their face, my dark circles, or my puffiness baggy under my eyes, or my hair's just so dry and staticky, you know, being in the um, Chicago area, it's winter time right now, and everybody's experiencing a dry, flaky, itchy, scalp, static, everything. It's, it's a huge issue right now, but there is solutions to correct that. So once we figure out what those challenges and dislikes are, we need to know what they're using at home. And this is where you need to be kind. The question is, what do you currently use at home? They're going to tell you, it, it, and it may, might be a professional line, but maybe it's something that you don't have at the salon, or maybe it's something from the drugstore. Regardless what it is, your next question should be, how do you like it? Well, if they've already told you challenges and dislikes, and they're saying all these problems, if they like it, you, you need to find out why. But you do know, though, at that point, that it's not working. So whatever they're using at home, I guess it doesn't really matter. It's not working. And this is your cue that you have something that will be the solution to give them the results that they are wanting. So how do you like it? If, if they have dryness and static, whatever they're using, it's not working at home. But find out what do you like about it? Remember what we said earlier? Oftentimes it's just the smell. Okay, so what what does it smell like? You know, I not that you need to play dumb, but you might not know anything about that product. But you really need to know why is the consumer purchasing it? You know? Is it that it smells good? Okay, so is it does it have a masculine smell to it? Is it light very light fragranced? Is it fruity? Is it floral? I mean, think about this like the perfume, right? So there's some products that really linger with a fragrance like our Davines does, um, and some dissipate really quickly from the hair. Find out what's important to them. Is it cost? Okay, well, how much is it? Okay. Um, or is it was it convenient for them? That's going to be crossed off your list because they're already at the salon. So you can't get any more convenient than that. We'll put it in your bag, hand it to you, and we're not going to charge you shipping either, right? Um, then, so if you find out more about why they're using this at home, I would also want to know how long have you been using this, okay? Because this is important. They're telling you these issues that they have. The product that they're using at home is not working, but yet maybe they've been using it for a long time. And, or what if they're using a really good product at home? Maybe it's your product that you sold them last time and now they have challenges. No, have no fear. This is, this is, change happens, okay? Our hair and our skin, uh, we need to change the products because why does hair or skin change? 
our diet, our sleep, our stress, seasonal, and aging. This is all the, the different things that are causing the changes to our hair and our skin, and we need to constantly be using different products that are going to address that. You know, in, in Chicago, we have extreme weather from this weekend of zero degrees weather to maybe 90 degrees and super humid in the summer. What you're using during winter season is going to be completely different in summer season. Products need to consistently be changing throughout the year. Maybe um, it's aging or stress. Everybody underestimates the amount of stress that is in their life and skin gets stressed out, hair gets stressed out. This is why we need topical products to be helping us with the external beauty. You need to know how often they're, they're purchasing products or wanting to try something new, okay? So let's talk about cost, okay? So maybe she's using something that's fairly decent, but maybe it's not something that you are having at the salon. The, the consumer, the client, she needs to know how much she did spend on the product that's not working on her hair. And you need to paint the picture of if she continues to buy that product, how much she's going to spend for that whole year on product and something that's not working. This is a reality check, okay? It's not to be mean. It's just to, I don't know, let her know that she's wasting her money. Nobody wants to be wasting their money. I know I don't want to be, right? So let's say Mary spends $50 on shampoo and conditioner and she has to buy shampoo and conditioner every month because she squeezes a lot out in her hand. I don't know. I know our Davines lasts way more than a month, um, but let's just say for, for uh, easy math sake, $50 a month on shampoo and conditioner. So let's say Mary has been using this product for six months now, and uh, she's experiencing these issues. Mary spent $300 on products that she's not seeing results. Mary, if you continue buying your shampoo and conditioner and spending $50 every month on it, this year, you will be spending $600 on products that are not working for you. I just want to let you know that. I mean, how, gosh, if I was a consumer, uh, well, I am a consumer, duh. But if, if this was my reality check, I'd say, all right, I got to change something. I am not wasting my money on something that's not good for me. All right. So now you have eliminated the excuse of money from her. You um, are pointing out that there is a need per, for a product. Okay. So we're trying to eliminate her excuses here. At this point during the consultation, we haven't even said what what we're going to be recommending. Right. We're just trying to like figure out what her obstacles are so we can overcome them. Okay. And where you build trust though is during the service, right? But I do believe you're hitting on a good note when you open up the consultation by listening and leading with your compassion and finding solutions for her, right? 
Okay. So now we need to find the right technique and the right products that are going to give her the results that she wants to experience. This is where we have to talk about the painting the picture, okay? So let's say that her hair is dry, it's staticky, or maybe um, her skin is really dull and um, dry, right? So we need to immediately paint her a picture, okay? So as a hairdresser, I might say, Mary, since you're experiencing this dryness and static right now, what I'm going to do is I am going to create a new haircut for you that we're going to take off some of these dead ends for you. I'm going to use a really great shampoo and conditioner that is going to put back moisture into your hair. And I'm going to use some really great products that are going to help us create body and bounce hydration and shine to your hair today. Does that sound good to you? And ask them, ask them if, if that's what they're seeking. Like if somebody said that to me, I'm like, okay, just have your way with me, please. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready to be pampered, right? So the next portion of our guest experience as a hairdresser would be into our, uh, the shampoo cleansing part of the service. Um, as an esthetician, maybe you're into the cleansing and massage portion of it. I mean, this is where you really can start building that trust because you're giving them a great experience. You know, we have the the license to touch. And so by giving them a, a really great massage and just kind of setting the, the mood and the tone for them, I mean, the shampoo is the best part. That massage um, and even for a facial, the massage, oh my gosh. I mean, it's just like you're melting into the chair. Like I said, everybody underestimates the amount of stress that they're in. Um, and it, especially if somebody's love language is physical touch too. I mean, they're just in heaven right now because you are just putting them in the mood. They're just being pampered. It's super relaxing. Um, I recently had um, one of our sales rep into the salon and she spoke about the, the client um, experience and it was such an amazing class. And I always encourage people, always continue your education, never stop learning. Every time somebody comes in, we get our education, we're learning something online. We're just so more motivated and we have a different shift in our mindset of, of how to serve our clients um, even better. Um, but she was pointing out, you know, during the shampoo service, this is when we need to be specific on what we're using on them. So like, like I said, we used our Vanessa, so I might say, Mary, since your hair is dry today, I'm going to use the Momo shampoo and conditioner. Or if you'd like, we can do the Hyaluronic deep conditioning mask. It only takes three minutes for 10 bucks. Which would you like to do today? Give them the opportunity to experience a deep conditioning treatment. I love the, the opportunity of where we can get start to drop the four times four different ways of what we're using or why we're using it. And if, at least in our shampoo area, I mean, we've got these chairs that recline and, and um, this area, um, my staff decided that we're gonna be calling it the relaxation station. Call it whatever you want, but I mean, people are super relaxed. Um, so maybe create this as your segue into doing some add-ons and doing some treatments. Now, during the service, you're, you're creating the, doing the techniques that you spoke about, 
and you also will be having a conversation. She's going to tell you her whole life story of her um, love life, all of her kids, um, and everything in the future as well, right? Because clients will say everything about themselves. But what you need to be listening for is future events and activities that are happening in her schedule. This is going to help you with other products that you can introduce her to. Like I'm always thinking about, are they going on vacation? I love to travel, so I talk about traveling quite a bit. But are they going somewhere? They may need um, travel sizes or maybe they need some sun protection if they're going somewhere, some sunscreen. Um, are they going to be going somewhere swimming? Then you're going to introduce her to probably a clarifier, maybe some travel masks to take with her um, is her daily activities is she working out a lot at the beginning of the year most people are at the gym sweating off all of those um, Christmas cookies so if she's working out she needs dry shampoo right so listen listen to the conversations of how that how you can introduce her to some something else right so Mary since you're going on vacation we have these awesome travel sizes of the Momo shampoo and conditioner that you can take home. And you're just sprinkling these things in. That way you're not just dumping everything on her, right? When you're when it's time to style her hair, get out the product, present it out right in front of her. Um, I like the rule of threes. Um, if you grab three products, she is 75% more likely to take one of those products home. So rule of thumb, pick out three. I like to do um, about a, a leave-in. I like to do a leave-in treatment. Um, I like to use a styler on wet hair, and then I'll use something for for a finished hair, whether it's a thermal protectant, a shine spray, or a hairspray. Right, um, and then make sure that you are telling and describing what it is. So what I like to do is I'll pick up the bottle. Um, and I'll say this, this is what this product is. I might even go the distance to put it in the, her hand and I'll say, this is going to protect your hair from heat damage. It's going to rehydrate your hair. And then I'll grab set that one down and I'll say, this is, this is your second product. This is going to add shine. It's going to help control the frizz. If it's an oil, like I said, put it on their hand, rub it on their hand, um, get her to smell it as well. You're just sprinkling this in, showing them. I'm going to be using this this mousse on your hair. Show her how much in your hand. Um, you don't want to overwhelm them with so much details, but just like show them how, show them what it looks like, show them how much, where you're putting it on. And if she's got further questions, let her, you know, let her uh, have that opportunity to ask about them. But just say a little bit, you know, it's kind of like you're still teasing her with with this. And then obviously when... When you are done with the with her finished look, of course we ask, you know, what do you think of your finished look? How do you like the way that the products worked for us? Get her to agree that she, obviously if she likes what you did and hopefully she does, then, you know, ask, ask her, you know, how did you like the way the products worked, you know, and even like say like, oh my God, touch your hair. This feels so soft. Look how shiny it is. You don't have any static. You need to be excited and enthusiastic. Um, I think in the beginning, sometimes we, in the beginning of our career, we, we can be 
not so certain about our finished looks, but fake it till you make it. So be enthusiastic and say like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. I always give them the mirror, show them the back, and then I'll recap for them and I'll say, Okay, Mary, this is what we used on you. Remember, we started out with your Momo shampoo and conditioner, right? This is what's going to provide you with that hydration that that is going to be key for your dry hair. And then I know that you were staticky, so I wanted to use this leave-in treatment that also was going to help you, will help you with your frizz. And then we also used this oil, which is going to help you out with shine. And then since you like your hair to last longer for you, I wanted to finish up with this hairspray. So that's what I used on you today. What would you like to try at home? Be silent. Let her talk. You recapped it. You told her what you used at home. She's seeing this finished look. She's like in awe, turning in circles and flipping her hair and giving the the, the duck lips because she just feels so good about herself, right? <laughs> Once she speaks, take them over to the retail area. Walk them over to the retail Point out or even hand her the products that you used. Um, I don't. I don't really like to like make her feel overwhelmed with a handful of stuff. So you just kind of figure out what um, is comfortable. Um, I love though opening up that shampoo back up and having her smell it. Because remember, smell is key. If it smells amazing and it smells like the, the products that she's liking, then that is going to be key. If she says, you know what, I do want to try your shampoo, then, then I would ask, what else would you like? What else? I was at Starbucks, um, and I noticed that every time I would order something, they'd say, anything else? What else would you like? And I find myself like, yeah, I need, uh, I need that too. Well, maybe I'll have that. And all of a sudden, I like get this urge like, yeah, I'm probably going to need some snacks later. I probably need an extra water or something. I just or an extra uh, tea, and I just keep ordering more things because the guy just keeps on saying, what else? Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? What else? I think that we should implement that too. What else would you like? Uh, So don't just stop there. Okay, and here's the big part, guys. What if they say no? Okay, no typically means not yet. Okay, so when they say no, don't just stop there, okay? First, I want you to do, check your attitude, check your body language. There's no need to put your head down, your shoulders down. You need to be confident, guys. You just gave her an amazing experience. You told her all about the products that are going to be solutions to all of the frustrations and, and her dislikes of her hair, her skin. If she says no, then there was something that we did not do right during the service okay and this is where we need to do some reflection it's not a personal thing but I do think that we need to go back and say okay we didn't create her urgency of why change why change now and why change with me was it the relationship remember the five excuses no need no money no hurry no desire no trust okay whatever it may be but find out why is she saying no you need to know this because this is going to help us figure out what we can do different and better next time okay why is she saying no so i was thinking about this cuz i'm like okay we don't 
we want to make sure this is not awkward or rude. Remember, be kind. So Mary says, no, not right now. Then I'd say, oh, why? can I ask why not? I mean, does that sound rude? Does that sound mean? No. But we need to be aware of our body language and how we're asking that question. Like, oh, Mary, I know that you really loved your hair today. Can I just ask you, though, why, why not? Why not today? And, and just hear her out. Listen. Listen to what she says. Oh, it's, it's money. It's a money issue. Maybe, you, maybe she forgot the fact that she's going to be spending $600 on products that don't work. Maybe you didn't hit that point. I don't know. But hear her out. Why not? Why not today? And, and it, whatever she's saying no to, that's either going to give your opportunity to push her point again and do it kindly um, or figure out a different way that you need to create this guest experience and have different dialogue. You got to change something up. If you're hearing no, then we got to change something up. And remember, just go back to your result focus. Like, you know, Mary, I just want to make sure that you're going to upkeep your hair at home so it looks as good as it does right now when I see you back in six weeks. And just leave it at that. You know, I don't think that you should be arguing with somebody or being extremely pushy because that's a huge turnoff as well. Um, But I think this is your opportunity to just learn from it. Remember, consistency and being persistent. Okay, I hope that you guys really enjoyed this particular podcast. I want to thank you so much for being here. If you liked this podcast, please write a review and make sure to subscribe. And thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to hear what steps of this retail journey that you will be implementing into your service. So make sure to um, leave a, a voice message, which you can on this podcast. I'd love to hear what maybe your uh, struggles are, your challenges are, or maybe you're finding some big wins. And I would love to hear about that as well. So thanks for tuning in. And I just want to remind you that I believe that you can be the game changer in your business because if you can dream it, you can create it and you have the ability to crush it. Until next time, guys. Hey friends, thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer. Friends, I have a question. How are you staying connected with your clients these days? Is it social media, Facebook, Instagram? Don't you think it's so difficult now to get engagement and to get likes and grow your business? It is. It's constantly changing. And I'm asking this and telling you this because 
I recently started using email campaigns on a website called Flowdesk and I love it. And I want to share it with you because it's working out really well for me. It's easy, it's affordable, and it's like copy and paste style. You got to do it because if you're not an IT guy, this is perfect for you. Head over to flowdesk.com, sign up today, and you can get 50% off your subscription. Use the code GAMECHANGER for your chance to get 50% off. That's $19 a month for life. This is a beautiful way to connect with your clients, show them and tell them all the different fun activities that are happening and promotions that are happening in your business and stay connected in a real, true way.